All right, you had a fun idea for an episode based on what we did in our previous episode when we were talking about um, real-world businesses and why they need a strong online presence. So what was your idea? Well, I wanted to picture being a local small business, and I just listened to the podcast episode talking about me getting online. Where do I start? Okay. So we're going to talk about that question in today's episode, starting now. Do you wish your life away waiting for Friday? Do you dread Sunday nights and Monday mornings? My wife and I have spent over a decade building an online business while raising a family. I quit my cubicle job to live the life I wanted, to experience freedom, and we want to help you do the same. We're Chris and Laura. Welcome to Fearless Together. So where do you start? The first thing you should do is open up your phone, go to your podcast app, <laughs> type in Fearless Together and subscribe. <laughs> I like that. Okay. So, but in all seriousness, right? And, and full disclosure, I don't run a physical business, but I've known plenty of people who have. I've also been the customer of numerous real world businesses, and I've paid attention to the ones that do well with their online presence and those that don't. So... That I feel like qualifies me um, having such an online uh, business experience as well as having worked with numerous people who have. And, you know, full disclosure also, when I worked for Big Bank, one of the main things that I did was consulted for huge businesses and getting online mostly for digital payments. Anyways, so if I were a real world business, the absolute first thing that I would do is leverage my existing customer base, meaning I would figure out how I could get into contact with as many of them as possible to establish maybe some type of email list or something along those lines, right? Okay. Now, if you can't um, get into contact with your customers, your existing customers, maybe it would just feel too weird, like, you know, calling them up or whatever, then going forward, what I would do is anytime that someone is coming into my business, I would have either uh, a sign-up sheet, if you want to go really low tech, a sign-up sheet, or you could actually um, set up like an iPad or other type of tablet to have your mailing list right there so people can subscribe to your mailing list right there inside of your store. Yeah, I mean, how many times I'm at checkout and they want you to type in your email address? Exactly, you know, that's an often list, right? You start building your email list. Now, you might be thinking, well, why would anyone want to give me their email? Well, maybe because they like you and they want to hear from you and they want to hear from your business or because you're offering a sweet deal if they sign up for your email list. Yeah, either you sign up for it and then that gives you something yeah, you, in the you, store. You can give an instant discount right then and there, or you can do the promise of discounts. If you don't want to give something at that moment, because you don't want to shoot your sale on the foot at that second, then you can do the promise of coupons. Hey, sign up for our email list. You'll get all exclusive coupons and deals and sales and all that stuff. Exactly. Or you can have some type of freebie, you know, something that you'd ordinarily maybe give away as a sample. Well, it's like, hey, you want this free thing? You know, sign up for my email list. You know, there's there's so many ways that you can, you know, get uh, incentivize people to sign up. And I know some people are like, well, my business doesn't. I'm not a retail business. I'm not giving things away. I've heard of pizza places doing this. Hey, sign up for our email list. We'll give you a free topping on the pizza that you're ordering. 
If oh. You, you, pizza places charge extra money. You want three toppings, you're going to pay more than if you're getting two toppings, usually. Right. You know, so you can do, I'll give you a free topping on your free pizza. Free breadsticks. Free breadsticks. I mean, how many yeah. times I've seen that one? Yeah, you can give so many things away, and it, it may not seem special to you, but if you are charging money and people are paying money, then they will give you their email address to save you money. Or to save money. Another local business where I could see where this applies is even just um, like a plumber, you mm -hmm. know, free consultation, you know, or, or free quote yeah. or, or something like now, that. Now, pl plumbing is a tough business. And so the, the, those are, it's called an acute business where um, people will really only call you when they have an immediate problem. So um, having that online presence, what um, the way that I could see like a plumber leveraging this is like to get reviews, right? Like reviews are probably going to be more valuable to a plumber than an email list because um, like you, you're not going to. Oh, yeah. Like discount. Like, hey, I'll come. You plumbing know, services. Yeah. Yeah. It's okay. like, it, so. So for a plumbing service, you might incentivize, um, try to incentivize getting reviews. Um, for most businesses that aren't acute, meaning like people are calling you because they have a terrible problem at this moment. Um, so like that would be like your, your restaurants, your, your general stores. And, you know, if you're selling something and people just kind of transiently come in and they just want your stuff, um, businesses that are kind of experiential, like, uh, if you're a karate, uh, a karate dojo or whatever, um, you can give a free lesson hmm. in exchange for someone's sign up, and then you can do follow up with them. Hey, how was your free lesson? Do you want to maybe come in for a discounted lesson? Yeah, you know, let's schedule your next start you know. to get the ball rolling. Okay. Exactly. So, but I would start with leveraging your existing customer base, the people you've got coming in, right? Cause those people, if they're paying you, then they've already shown a level of trust with you, right? They're trusting you enough that they're giving you money. That's like the number one like thing that every business is in business for is someone to trust them enough to give them money. Yeah. You know, so you've already taken care of that. So with people that are already in your store, get their emails, get their contact. Info. Exactly. Okay. And then you can follow up email address is most important, right? Um, a lot of people focus on like social media. They want to, you know, blow up their vanity metrics. Like I have like this many, on Facebook. I have this many Twitter followers. I have this many Instagram followers. Look at all the people that love me on Facebook. Yeah. People love blowing up those uh, those vanity metrics, but the problem with that is um, those companies control how many of your people can see your stuff, right? When you post on your Facebook page, not 100% of your followers see your post. Only a few people see your post. And if that post appeals to them, then they might show it to more of your followers, but they hold your audience hostage. All of the social media platforms do this. They hold your audience hostage so that you will pay them to give more exposure. So an email list like guarantees you get them. Exactly. Email list guarantees for the most part that you're going to be in your customer's inbox, right? It is fair, as fair as it can be, right? right? Facebook holds your audience hostage. Twitter, all of them hold your audience hostage. Email does not. Okay. Okay. So you want to get your, um, your email list. Now, once you've got the emails from your customers, you can do, let's say you want to blow up your Facebook thing, right? You can send out an email to your audience saying free, you know, free uh, pizza or free, you know, two liter with your next order if you like us on Facebook. 
Yeah, or you know, coupon <clears throat> codes or, or whatever. Yeah, discounts. you can control all of the other aspects. Once you have their email address, you can then control all, all other aspects. You can blow up your vanity metrics. You want to get more Facebook likes? Send out an email to your list saying, hey, I'm going to give you a free such and such or a 10% coup, uh, coupon or discount if you go and like my Facebook page or if you go and follow me on Instagram, hmm. you know, or make it a game. Like say, hey, respond with my latest Instagram post, you know, <laughs> what, what I posted in my latest right, Instagram right. post. And I'll give you, you know, a coupon. You know, you can gamify. You can do all types of interesting we, things. Yeah, there was a local restaurant that we used to go to. And that was one of the things that they would do on their Facebook page is, is they would always put some kind of promo in there. And if you go into the, the restaurant on that day and say the promo, you get free items. Yeah, exactly. You want engagement on your Instagram? Tell your customers on your email list, hey, come in to the store with my uh, Instagram, my latest, in this Instagram post pulled up or whatever on your phone and I'll give you 10% off, you know, and just, you can get, that gives People you foot traffic. People love free stuff. People like, do. It, it is insane to me that like it free. I mean, there are some people who are like, I don't trust it, but I think like people just see free and they're like, this has so much value. Mm -hmm. Now this, what's cool about what I'm talking about and the reason why I'm pushing email so hard is that lots of things change on the internet, right? A lot of people met and got married from face or on MySpace. A lot of people, <laughs> a lot of people um, have moved on from Twitter to Instagram. A lot of people moved on from Instagram to TikTok. Right? Lots of things change on the internet, but one thing that mainly doesn't change is your email address. Most people keep the same email address for a very long time. Some people That's keep true. some people keep their email address longer than they keep their physical home addresses. Okay. So that is why an email address is so important. Get your customers email addresses and then you have, unless they spam you or <laughs> unsubscribe, you've got contact with them for many, many years to come. Okay. So that, yeah, that sounds pretty darn important. <laughs> yes. Okay. Next, once you've gone and gotten things together for your, um, your existing customers, I would then figure out how to do word of mouth. Try to do word of mouth through your customers, right? And there's a number of ways that you can do this. You know, give this coupon to your friend. Actually, I bought a book recently and it, this was the most brilliant word of mouth marketing I've seen. I bought a book and the author sent me another copy of the book asking me to give it away. He's like, if you like my book, give this book, this copy to someone else. Brilliant. Well, and it's funny because that person, I mean, so, certainly isn't going to go buy the book now because they have it. Yes, but if you're a bit, so if you're an author, that's probably not a great marketing tactic, right? But he, if that book is a lead in to the rest of that person's business, it's a guy that runs a software company. And so his book is a way to bring customers into his software business. It's like introducing his world to them. Exactly. Right. Ah. Yeah. So, um, you know, if and so gyms do this all the time, you have your gym membership, you can bring a free guest once a month or whatever. Oh yeah. yeah. That's word of mouth marketing, right? That is absolutely what that is. You know, so, so anytime that guest then decides like, I, I want to work out, but I, I can't, like hang out with this person today. Yeah. Like I already used, they already use their guest pass for the month or whatever. 
That's where it's, um, theme parks do this too. You know, you buy your theme park passes and they'll let you have two th- free guests a year or whatever. Like yeah. these are all, this is all word of mouth marketing tactics. It's sold to you as a benefit, but it's word of mouth marketing. It's, Hey, use your existing customers to bring other customers into your business. And when they have a good experience, they want to come back. Mm-hmm. Restaurants do this. Uh, two for di- two can dine for nineteen ninety nine or whatever. <laughs> that is bring someone with you to get a good deal on this meal. And obviously most people are bringing their spouses or whatever, but some people might be like, it's such a great deal. Let me bring my buddy or whatever. Or let me bring a business client. You know, there's so many ways that you can leverage this word of mouth idea. How can you get your customer to bring another customer? Right. Okay. You know, so, um, Anyways, as far as getting your online presence going, um, obviously all of the social media channels, email should be the primary thing. After that, work on your social media channels. And then the goal of your social media channels should be to get people onto <laughs> your email list. Right. right? So, um, and pick one platform for the most, like, yeah, you can spread out to multiple platforms or you can repost to multiple pla- but platforms. But if you're a business owner, you probably don't have time to Yeah, you do probably don't have time to do it properly. And so the last thing you want is... I'm on Instagram, I'm on Twitter, and I'm on Facebook, and I don't do any of them well. I mean, I'm kind of currently at that point, but that's just because I have so little time to work on anything, so I'm trying really hard. But if you can focus on one social media platform and master that, that can kind of become your social media home base. And then your other, so you can do Twitter, you can do Instagram to try and bring people into your Facebook or however you want to organize it. Facebook just seems like the the given. So Facebook, and the reason for that is Facebook is still, I for the most part, I think pretty much the king of referral traffic. Like they are the best platform for getting people to go away from their platform to your website. And I think that's why everyone makes it their home base. Um, I, and I'm sure they're trying to make it so that that's not the case, but mm-hmm. you know, you go on Instagram or Twitter, most people still stay on Instagram and Twitter. Um, okay. even if they're interacting with whatever it is you're creating, most people aren't clicking your links and going back to your site for some reason. Um, but yeah, so I would definitely get, um, get yourself an email list, get a home base on like Facebook or whatever, but really, um, and this is for networking with people. And this is where I think a lot of people fail in their, um, their online presence is not networking with other people that have the audience that you want, right? So you want to start use Facebook as a way to get into groups and start mm-hmm. networking with other people in those groups. And obviously what you do on these platforms is going to vary firstly, based on what's available on that platform and what um, your business is, right? So being a pizza place owner, it might be hard to get into like a Facebook group for like pizza place owners. Like maybe something like that exists that's very niche. I don't know. But, you know, you might be able to find some type of community that jives with what you're doing. Or, you know, it's, it's hard to say for like a pizza place or, you know, some of these other more specific businesses, right? But if you can find communities online that are interested or might be interested in what you're doing, then you can connect with those communities. And more importantly, you can connect with the owners. So um, for like a pizza place, uh, I'm just, I don't know, I'm on a pizza kick right now. <laughs> I, I would go to YouTube and find like, I'm sure there's YouTube channels where they're like tasting pizza or talking about like everything pizza. I would try to connect with that person and get on as, um, as a business owner and try to be interviewed by them. Um, or find like, uh, there's lots of entrepreneurial, um, podcasts and YouTube channels and maybe get on to try and just drum up some like media presence about yourself, just something to get 
things talking. Mm -hmm. But um, I would definitely uh, use your whatever platform you use, like Twitter, Instagram, Facebook. Um, I don't know anything about TikTok, but I, I know some people are having a lot of success on TikTok. But whatever platform you choose to make your home base, use that as a way to reach out to other people, other, I hate the word, but I'm going to call them influencers in your industry so that you can start reaching their audience. Try to get interviews, try to get, you know, um, or contribute in some way to what they're doing. Give them something for free or give them promotions to give out to their audience for free. Just say, hey, I really appreciate what you're doing. I want, you know. All of you, anyone in your audience can get a free, you know, blah, blah, blah. If they come into my shop and say the name of your podcast or the name of your YouTube no, channel. That sounds like Oprah. <laughs> yeah, right? You know, but start reaching those people's audiences. So find other influencers online who have the people you want as customers and then start trying to figure out how can I get in there and get on, get in front of their audience. Whether it be giving you, value somehow. Yeah, give value. You know, a lot of this revolves around giving away stuff for free, <laughs> but that's because people love free stuff. So basically, that's what I would do. I would create an email list, get onto social media, drive as many people from social media as you can back to your email list, and then use your social media platform to start reaching other influencers in your industry or that have your audience that you want to start getting in front of their audience and start making their audience your customers. And the easiest way to convert all these people to do what you want is likely free stuff. Free stuff. And it doesn't have to be a huge expense to you if it's something that you already do. I mean, and some people, well, I'm in consulting. Fine, give away free consulting time, you know, or um, let someone, if you're offering a service, let the the person, like the, the influencer, have, use your service for free and then tell their audience how awesome of an experience it was. You know, there, yeah. there are just so many angles that you can take with this. But basically, you need to get your own house in order first, right? You need to get a lead generation engine built into your business. And that's going to be powered by your email list. You need to figure out, okay, this is my email. And you can get an email list at MailChimp.com. Go to MailChimp.com for free. And you can have up to 2,000 subscribers for free. Um, and I'm sure there's plenty of other options out there. I think mail or light is another free one, at least for a certain number of subscribers, but that should be plenty to get you started and email marketing can get expensive, but if you do it properly, it can be profitable, right? So you need an email list and then you want to get people on that. You want to get good at getting people onto that email list. If you can't get your own customers that are paying you to get onto your email list, there's no way you're going to get an influencer's followers to get onto your email list. Well, and as I mentioned, there's so many stores that automatically have you type it in. It almost feels like it's required. Yeah. And, and that is one way you can do it. Now, the problem with that, I don't want to say it's really a problem, is that um, you end up getting people who aren't interested in your emails, right? They think they felt required. They felt coerced into giving your email address. So chances are your list is going to get filled up with a lot of people that don't really care enough. And when you're giving away free stuff, that also can fill your list with people who are uninterested. So what I do in those cases is I encourage people to unsubscribe. Um, I'm like, hey, you know, I'm just wanted to let you know that I'm doing this free promotion. If you don't want to receive these emails anymore, unsubscribe below or something like that to mm -hmm. get you. You don't want to be sending emails to people who don't want to receive your emails. They're not, you don't want to get spam. Well, you don't want to get spam and you, they're not going to turn into more. They're not going to be a repeat customer for the most part. If they don't want to hear from you, they're not going to probably be giving you much more business by, because you've emailed them. Makes sense. So anyways, you need that email list. You want to get good at getting your customers onto that email list. 
then get onto social media, get social media people to start joining your email list and build your platform so that you can start reaching out to influencers and figure out how to bargain with the influencers to get in front of their audience and then get their audience on your email list. And that's how you grow and that's how you get a strong online presence, right? I, I know a lot of it sounds email based and uh, I guess I should say this just in case being on your email list isn't enough. You have to email your email list. Of course. So make sure that you're sending out emails and make sure that they're useful emails and things that people will want. Um, I'm going to close this out pretty, sh uh, pretty shortly, but I'm going to leave you with a story that I heard. And it was a really cool story. The guy, uh, it was a marketer. He walked into a local pizza place and he was just talking with the owner, kind of like what I do with a lot of local businesses. He was just talking with the business owner and the business owner was like, Hey, what do you do for a living? And the guy's like, I am an online marketer. And he goes, all right, well, um, what tips would you give me? And he goes, you should start an email list. And the guy goes, okay, well, why would I be emailing I'm people on a, a pizza, pizza place? place? Exactly. And he goes, all right, well, he's like, what I want you to do, don't, let's not ask any questions. Just do this in practice. I want you to give away something for free in exchange for someone to join your email list. All right. Have them, you know, write their email down and then give them something for free. And I want you to do that for 30 days. And the guy's like, okay. So he does that. And I guess the marketer came back and he's like, after I think three, uh, 30 days, the guy had 300 people signed up. What was he giving away? I, I think it was free toppings on the pizzas. Oh, he was okay. like just a free pizza topping upgrade. And he had 300 people on his list. Right. Now that might, that's a tiny list in internet marketing speak. Like 300 people is a very small list, but for this business, it could be a huge difference. Could you imagine 300 people crushing your pizza place during dinner rush? Most pizza places wouldn't be able to handle that volume. No. So 300 people on his list and the guy goes, okay, great. I've got my list of 300 people. What do you want me to do now? And he's like, I want you every single day at, you know, four o'clock, four thirty, or whatever to send an email to that list saying, Hey, don't worry about dinner tonight. I've got you covered. Come in and we will, we will, you know, call, or call me up and let me know what you want. And we will have dinner ready for you to bring home on your way home from work. And so this guy started sending emails every single day to his list of 300 people and letting them know, Hey, it was the same email. He copy and pasted the same email every single day to his 300 person list. And, um, the guy came, the marketer came back a month later and said, so what happened? And the pizza guy said that for every dollar that he had spent on Facebook ads, he was getting $3 at least worth of business from his email list. He, okay. So, and he said, um, or I'm sorry, no, it wasn't $1 for three. He said for every lead that he was getting from his Facebook ad, he was getting three phone calls from his email list. And it ended up, I think, ended up adding a few thousand dollars a month to his wow. his business, which is huge, huge for him with a 300 person email list. And so it was just really interesting to hear that story, knowing that like just a 300 person email list made a huge difference in that guy's business. And it's like this can happen for anybody. This can happen for any person's business if you take the online stuff seriously and, and just be disciplined, do it. And it doesn't have to be this complex mess of a system. Like that guy, literally 300 people on his list, sent an email daily during the work week at four o'clock. It was very, very cut and dry. And you know what? He probably irritated some of his customers and you're going to irritate some of your customers too. And those but clearly people, he had enough that liked it. That's it. 
And those people can delete your email. They can spam your email. They can unsubscribe. But guess what? At least you were in front of your customers, your paying customers, your name was in front of your paying customers and asked them to make a decision rather than them just maybe driving by your pizza place once every few months and going, ah, yeah, the place was good. I'm going to go in there, you know? And, um, if you, if you subscribe and so I, I would suggest this subscribe, if your business has any huge competitors, right? If you're a pizza place, you've got pizza hut, you've got Domino's, you've got uh, Papa John's subscribe to their email lists and see what their emails look like. See how often they're emailing the customers. Cause I guarantee you they're probably emailing. I, I I'm guessing at least every other day. It's actually kind of painful to think how many pizza places email me (laughs) (laughs) and I don't run a pizza place. Yeah, but that's it. It, Sign up for your biggest competitors and look at how they're doing email because you know what? Yes, you are going to irritate some people and don't let that deter you because those people get them off your list and keep on going. You want the people that want to hear from you and just do that. And it it was just, it was interesting to hear that story as a great real real world example. And I I can also tell you that those, those pizza emails really do convert. (laughs) (laughs) So I'm guessing we've, we've made some purchases based on those emails. We have ordered pizza because I saw a pizza email. (laughs) There you go. See everybody it's working. So anyways, I hope you enjoyed this episode. You take care. Bye. I hope you enjoyed this episode of fearless together. Make sure you subscribe and learn more at fearless.fm. That's F-E-A-R-L-S-S dot F-M. To your continued success.